How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of Suncast. As always, it's Dub Boys, Reagan Harrell, and Josh Blackmore. Josh, I guess we can just briefly talk about what was an incredible weekend this past weekend for Sun Conference football. And also, I mean, hey, Sun Conference mashups are back in every sport besides football. We'll talk a little bit about that. But obviously, a great weekend. Weber had a great showing at Stetson. St. Thomas uh, fell just short, but a top two, top ten wins in the conference. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, we have six games on the slate this past week, and four of them, or I'm sorry, yeah, four of the six were one-score games. Um, uh, Southeastern getting the nod in theirs. Thomas with a really good game on the road for their first time, losing by a field goal. Always a tough Kaiser, challenge. Kaiser knocking off a big-time opponent. That is big for their momentum going forward. Hey, I um, know that Lindsey Wilson squad well. I mean, that is not an easy win on the road. Not an easy place to go play impressive. at either. Yeah. A little nod uh, for the Sun Conference there. Huge. And then um, after doing some research after our last episode, Carroll is a really good football team. Um, yeah. So, you know, St. Thomas had – one heck of a you know travel experience all the way to Montana, and you know they showed up and you know played a good game. Um, yeah, I got a feeling we're going to start seeing less and less of these traveling matchups in football. I mean, St. Thomas just gets killed for it in the polls, and then they they win that game. What they move up spot yeah. two maybe. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm staying in the southeast if I'm if I'm the no, and, and I mean nobody's gonna come play us. I mean that's something Coach Reichel and I we talked we talked about a couple episodes ago. I mean nobody's gonna come down here and play us. I mean it, it's rare that they do. I mean every, every now and then you'll you'll have a squad come down, but for the most most part outside of teams that are obviously in the set. Southeast, if you're going to have these uh, these top end squads in football, which is when in NAI football, most of your top end squads are in the Midwest, and we we have to travel there for what to either drop ten spots or move up one spot. I don't. It, there's a lot in the right. There's a lot in the ratings committee um, that I feel like the Sun Conference football is getting disrespected by, but whatever. Math is not mathing. No. But to to continue on, Warner with another another great. Showing forty six to thirteen, Warner starting two and zero, top of the conference thus far. You know, not two uh, fairly weak opponents, and um, conference hasn't started yet. But you know, shout out to the Royals starting two off more, hot. Hey, they have twice the main wins last year now. Good for them. Exactly right. Huge, exactly right. Huge program. Like like Reagan said, Weber with a good good fight against Stetson. You know, that's two. That's back to back weeks with with two Brutal. you know hard hard fought games yeah. for for some conference teams against the the Hatters, but. Um, not a bad Division One opponent at all. I mean, they, all. they can they can sling the ball around. You know, and I was you know talking with some of the guys you know on campus this week from Weber, and you know, the one thing they did mention was you know th- those hits are like we talked about in the last episode. You know, the hits are a little harder. Guys run a little quicker. You know, things are a little bit more advanced in the way they were to hang in there. Is, well, we had is, a guy. A nod. We we had a guy go down uh, with uh, elbow injury. We want to keep that kind of in house type type type. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but when he was getting X ray mid game, they had, uh, the doctor uh, there at Stetson. Shot him. They had a great doctor uh, on staff at the stadium. He said, "Yeah, we've already had three, four guys come in with injuries from hits that we gave them." So I mean, the, uh, Weber giving a little shout pop out. too. Yeah. Shout out, yeah. you know. Just like Parker said last week, you know, you know, the defense tries to, you know, make them feel them. And, I, you know, I guess that was accomplished. Absolutely. You know, score didn't reflect exactly how they wanted. But, and for know. such a young team, what we are, a young team, and fall down 35-7 to seven and then have a really good fight in the second, second half. half. I mean, they put in uh, – they, they had a mix of their starters and uh, second-string guys in. 
for that third quarter. But by the fourth quarter, their starters are back back in, and we outscored them twenty-one to three. Something to build on in the bye week. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I guess we can you know move on to yeah sure to uh, this week yeah so uh, just another brief recap of what what uh, what happened in midweek because everything uh, did get did get started up uh, the big one that I, I wanted to talk about was in men's soccer with Kaiser and Florida Memorial I mean look Kaiser they've kind of been uh, the standard for both men's and women's soccer obviously but them and St Thomas. Uh, are your kind of marquee teams in men's soccer. However, what we have talked about with Florida Memorial, uh, we talked about before, new coach, what, what were they going to be? They had a good start, and I'm so high on Noah Link. Noah Link is going to be right up there with uh, Alicia, uh, Alicia Silva uh, for Kaiser, who I, I had at the beginning of the year as my Sun Conference uh, men's soccer player of the year. He did score a goal, but 2-2 for Florida Memorial on the road at number 16. Uh, Kaiser, actually, no, that was at uh, that was at Flemo. My apologies, but still uh, a g- good result for the Lions, um, who I think maybe maybe the team do knock off the two South Florida teams this year in men's soccer or the Southeastern Fire. I mean, they continue to play uh, tip. I mean, that they, they have the best record. They are at the top of the conference and overall uh, standpoint, three zero and one, one and zero in the Sun Conference. A good draw. Uh, that one non-win against number eight Georgia Gwinnett. Uh, we'll get to see those two uh, t- take t- uh, go up against each other. I think Southeastern Kaiser. That uh, that's your first real big marquee matchup. Uh, of course, the women's game. We have our first live event. You gonna be there? You coming with? What Saturday? I will be at the Weber Scad game. You'll be at the Weber Scad game. Yes. Correct. You'll be at Weber Scad. I'll be at Southeastern Kaiser. We did talk about that. My apologies, but. Uh, Kaiser, Southeastern, women's soccer. Now, the men's soccer, that's going to be a big matchup, but a top 15 matchup, first live event of the fall, Weber Bye Week. Come on, come on. Whoever made the schedules, I need to give you a big old kiss on the cheek. You did great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You did great. You did great. Um, speaking of Kaiser, uh, women's soccer, uh, we, we didn't really t- talk about it too much, uh, but them and Southeastern, they, they uh, went up to Orange Beach, uh, put up good showings against Tennessee Southern. Both of them did. Kaiser, a dominant win. Uh, they both lost to William Carey, who is the best team in the country. They are the best team in the country. They got bounced out kind of early uh, in the uh, final site in the soccer championships uh, in December, but I remember that team really impressed. They've obviously – uh, have improved. Uh, Kaiser, though, uh, behind two, gots, two goals from Sun God, got a little ahead of myself. They took care of business against Florida Memorial uh, this weekend. Also, taking care of business. So, Josh, you know the big three in w- women's soccer. I talk about it a lot. SCAD, who won one nothing behind a signature goal. Their defense looks incredible. The defensive matchup that's going to be between SCAD and Kaiser later on there is going to be great. Talked about Southeastern Sun. They have a great defense. Defense. We talked about Michaela Owen would need to step up in a big way uh, in between the sticks. She did that against Ave Maria in their win. However, I think there's a team that's about to crash the party in the big three. And, I mean, they're going to crash the party. They're going to knock off or at least get results against uh, the big three at least twice uh, in, in the schedule. So between the six, I think they get two wins uh, between playing Southeastern SCAD and uh, Kaiser. Or at least one win and a draw. Um, don't want to get way too ahead of myself, but team I'm talking about the St. Thomas Bobcats women's team. This is a complete team. This is a team that 
I think it's hilarious they're not in the top 25. I mean, they're just, they've had that RV next to their name for a year plus now. What else do they need to do? I mean, they go across the country, just handle two good teams out there, including number nine, Embry-Riddle. But against Weber, Weber's got a solid a solid team. Um, not, I don't want to get way too ahead of myself with, with uh, Weber women's soccer, but I mean, St. Thomas dominated them. 90 minutes, dom- dominated. I watched the second half, and it was like, this team is not at all far behind your SCAD, your Southeastern, your Kaisers. Um, Kaiser's still Kaiser in women's soccer, but I was really impressed by St. Thomas women's soccer. And then St. Thomas men's soccer, they took care of business against Weber um, as well, 2 0. Uh, just more of a two, score two goals, They and then they were comfortable. Uh, the rest of the match. I didn't get to see much of, of that one, uh, but I did did uh, hear about that from uh, Chris and Coach Molesky. Do a great job uh, broadcast, my broadcasting partners um, with Weber. Speaking of Coach Jeff Molesky, him and I, that's a, we're the duo for Weber women's volleyball. I love getting on the call for him. And in the volleyball world, in the Sun Conference, uh, the big statement Wednesday was Weber 3-0 three, three and then Ave Maria 3-0 over Warner. But uh, obviously all those games going at the same time, did get to watch uh, Ave Maria kept up with it during uh, the game. I do a good job if there's other games in the Sun Conference going on, give them a little plugs, a little talk about during the broadcast. But Ave Maria just handled Warner. Uh, sweated out a little bit in the third set, 25-23, dominated the Royals though in the uh, first two sets. And there's something Manny and I talked about uh, last week on the podcast. Is there a slow start, something to be concerned about? We both said no, and then they answered the bell well in their first Sun Conference matchup. But Weber against Florida Memorial, closer. All three sets were closer. Obviously, you have a lot of experience coming back on that Florida Memorial team. I mean, a lot like Weber, uh, pretty much all seniors and then one junior out there. But, man, this Weber volleyball team is fun. We watched them last year, and it was a solid group. They had their moments, had good players. Does this seem like they were having – I don't want to say it what this seem like they were having fun, but dude, it's not even comparable to how much fun they're having out there. I think Coach D is a phenomenal coach. I think he's a, an incredible manager. I mean, just how he's able to calm the nerves of a team and how locked in and how focused they are in between sets or during a timeout. Man, I think he's got great. Uh, he's got some great feel, and he's really doing a good job with this team. And Nadia Reed's been, been incredible. She's hit the century mark um, and, and kills already this season at 10 games, so averaging well over uh, 10. 10 a, 10 a game, and obviously not playing uh, that much in a couple of those, but still, Nadia, uh, she's been great. Bailey Sikama, uh, she's been incredible. Dog. Dog. Uh, great. Yeah, dog. And then uh, Rob has been great uh, with sets, along with Pacey Crow. Uh, I'll tell you, it's a really fun team. And, then, hey, you know, I, I, said, I said it, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll stick behind it. Obviously, baseball, softball, when I'm in the booth broadcasting, that, 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 that's the wheelhouse, the money. That's that 2-0 fastball, just hit me. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, dude, I have so much fun at the volleyball games. So, I mean, broadcasting those, I mean, it's electric, fast-paced, a lot of fun. Uh, also, uh, other, only other volleyball game, uh, everybody else getting, uh, going to get started up this weekend. Coastal Georgia uh, welcomed in Southeastern, took the first set. Coastal Georgia, they're an improved team, a very much improved team. But Grace Petty, who uh, just uh, just took just took it away. I mean, Grace Petty was um, incredible uh, for South Southeastern uh, again, and that game. Excuse me, I get a little sip of water. 
But um, yeah, great. Grace Petty had six, 16 kills, three aces. Uh, Amelia Harding right there with 14, uh, 14 uh, kills as well. And I mean, hey, uh, Chapel Cunningham. Uh, I don't know how Chapel C Cunningham does this. Could you imagine? Could you imagine playing football right now and then baseball? And well, I was just about to add that dual sport athlete. Yeah, dual sport athlete. I mean, check what, what she. Yeah, and I mean, one of the uh, the best blockers in the conference as well, right up there with Savannah Wilhite um, at, at Weber and, and others as well. But no, she's she has been uh, incredible. Um, you know, I think a big thing with Sun Conference, uh, I think there are just some incredible setters uh, all, all over, and experienced setter is the same thing. And uh, Lakeland with, uh, I always mess this up, Puzzle Weight? Puzzle Weight, I, I think. I feel like I'm butchering that. I meant to ask Don, Donnie the, the, um, about about how to pronounce that, that name. So, Alex, if you heard that, I, I am terribly sorry. But uh, she's been an incredible setter. But they took care of business uh, against Coastal Georgia, who gave them a fight. I mean, you look, look at the sets in that one. 27-25 Coastal, 25-22 Southeastern, 27-25 Southeastern, and then 25-21 for the fire. So Coastal Georgia, definitely uh, a team that I think will knock off a couple of teams, be a lot better. I believe they went what two and twelve. Yeah, they went two and twelve in conference last year. They're going to be much in, improved on that that end. And uh, believe that's it for the midweek. Uh, no, I mentioned, mentioned SCAD uh, women's soccer, SCAD men's soccer. They also uh, played uh, Warner Ryan Holmes, who has been incredible to start the year. He got a goal. Um, then in the final minute, uh, Bryce Himes uh, tied it up for the Royals. Uh, oh, by the way, the fact, uh, uh, one more, Southeastern, we mentioned it briefly, but Southeastern, Ave Maria, women's soccer, holy, what a game. Holy, just 0-0 zero, zero the whole time. Owen did well. Ave's uh, defense uh, was very stout. And then with, I think, like 15 seconds left, Nario Lopez uh, hits, uh, hits in a game where we're still trying to find that one. We'll definitely want to post that on uh, Suncast. But, Josh, let's go ahead and take a look at this weekend for football. Uh, to kick things off for us, we got the Lions headed heading to Louisiana to take on Grambling State. And um, if you're following football, you know Grambling State um, didn't have the greatest week this past week. Nope. Put up, gave up 72 points to LSU. Night and day opponent from you know the LSU Tigers and the Florida Memorial Lions, but. You know, see the Sun Conference, bit of a difference. Big difference. <laughs> but, you know, Gremlins Day is definitely going to be, you know, come out there looking, you know, to kind of flip that script and, you know, get back on track because, you know, giving up, losing a game like that is, is frustrating to say the least. Yeah. Um, but Florida Memorial has impressed on the offensive side of the ball both weeks, even though week one they came up short um, to Bluefield. Shout out their quarterback, one of my hometown buddies. Um, but... Um, Florida Memorial has put up points after points both weeks, so they're definitely going to look to continue to do that. Maybe get sprinkling a few stops here and there, um, you know, to get a to get a victory. But you know, Grambling State has a senior tailback, Maurice Washington, averaging almost 10 yards a carry. Someone that the Lions should definitely look into. Um, but moving on, Ave Maria travels to Texas Lutheran, six o'clock game. So you know, another um, travel day for. Another road trip for the Jirenes, who who uh, came up just short in their week one. Um, so they're definitely looking to get in the win column this week, heading into their final non-conference game next week against Fort Lauderdale. 
Um, and, you know, the finale of the week, only three games this week, shorter slate. Um, Kaiser, another test, traveling to Valdosta State for um, their last uh, non-conference game. Valdosta State, um, you know, going through what, what they did the last few years and roster changes and things like that, it looks like all of their skill players have graduated. So I'm... I tell you, dude, I and you know I don't give predictions or anything with football, obviously. But Jackson Rivera, uh, kicker on, on the football team here at Weber, transferred from Valdosta State, and he said last year in Mississippi College was bounds better than Valdosta State, a lot better. And we just saw Kaiser, uh, I mean, what seventeen fourteen loss against Mississippi College. So, so I think I, I mean, <laughs> I'll let you say it, but no, it's definitely you know. According to our outside sources and, you know, a little bit of research, Kaiser looking if there was some kind of lines and spreads in, in this one, I think Kaiser might be favored here. Um, but Vadasa State seemed to have, you know, flipped the roster and kind of doing a little rebuild at the moment. So Kaiser hopefully, you know, can take advantage of that, get another another win before they have their bye week before the first week of uh, conference play. That could be massive, though, for Sun Conference and NAI football to go out there. And, you know, is this the Valdosta State? Is this that 2018 Valdosta State team? Obviously Nonetheless. Not. But that's still a historic. That's title town, baby. Absolutely. Nonetheless, it's a great victory for the conference, for that program. You know, and just for the football landscape in itself, you know, just the competition is just so spread out. And, you know, diverse across all divisions that it just makes every league, every game, every matchup so intriguing. So, um, you know, like I said, short slate this week, yep. not, not a ton going on in football. Um, we're definitely going to look into to these three non-conference games, two, one of them being against a Division One FCS opponent and the other one being a, um, a powerhouse Division Two in the past. So, you know, rooting on the Sun Conference this week um, and – Passing it back off to you, Reagan. Yeah, I mean, more Sun Conference uh, matchups. Obviously, football, let's hurry up. Let's go to the program. Let's get into our conference late already because everybody else is in it. Um, technically not, like, I guess, conference. Well, yeah, conference matchups. Uh, ITA regionals, uh, tennis, men's and women's uh, down at Kaiser. Kaiser's probably going Kaiser. But every team uh, that, that has tennis uh, has teams down there in the conference. Scats down there. Southeastern's got some pairs. Coastal Georgia. Uh, I believe Ave Maria's got, got some uh, people down there, Warner as well. Uh, but yeah, everybody's down there, the ITA re- regionals. Uh, that got kicked off yesterday. They're still in the midst of that. We're going to keep an, keep an eye, eye on that for tennis. Uh, and then set, uh, also this weekend, um, got we have cross-country mat- matchups. Uh, everybody's heading down to West Palm Beach uh, again. Uh, it's Southeastern, Kaiser, Ave, Weber, everybody heading down there except for SCAD, who's going to the Queen City Invite in North Carolina. But uh, matchups this weekend, uh, St. Thomas against Warner. I think that's going to be – I think that that, that is your official – yeah, as your officially – who is going to be the team to real to uh, really give the quote unquote big three a run in women's soccer? Um, I said it's St. Thomas. I think they do go to Lake Wells and get the win. But Warner just had a great performance last night against Scad. I mean, that's not an easy team to hold to only one goal, and that's what Warner did. It'd be interesting to see what St. Thomas does first time traveling there. Uh, the bees head to Babson Park. That one could get uh, that that one. I know last year, Scad thumped Weber 8-0. Uh, 
Um, a little worried we could get a similar result. Um, obviously, uh, he, uh, we, we love SCAD, but uh, love Weber. We love everybody. I got a feeling that one. Uh, no, no, I don't want, I don't want to make too many of my friends at Weber mad, but I don't really see Weber winning that one. I think SCAD takes care of business. Ave Maria against Flomo and women's soccer. Look, Ave's offense has been high-flying uh, early on this season. Got shut out against uh, Southeastern, see them bounce back. Same for Florida Memorial, who uh, had one of the best uh, best starts in recent program history at two and zero. So there's a, I mean, a huge game as far as playoff implications uh, later on in, in the season. That's going to be a good one. But of course, the big one, the big one this weekend is Kaiser against Southeastern and women's soccer. We'll be there live coverage. Already talked about. That one some. Also uh, talked about uh, the, the men's side, Kaiser and uh, Southeastern. That one happening down in West Palm Beach. Uh, Weber plays SCAD in men's soccer. Warner, St. Thomas, and pretty much all the same matchups. Flomo and Ave Maria, they all square off. Um, we are going to have a so – because this is our first weekend of Sun Conference v. Sun Conference matchups – we are going to have a recap uh, of all of these, so I'm not going to get, get too far into it. We're going to have a recap show. Uh, t- let's see. We have an interview. don't want to spoil the interview, but we do have an interview Tuesday. So I'm going to say that episode's going to come out probably Tuesday afternoon. Or, yeah, we'll probably either Tuesday morning or Tuesday a- afternoon. We'll see. Uh, we may push that interview back. Um, not push it back, but not release it until later on in the week and then just give an immediate recap uh, Sunday um, and rock and roll into Monday. Um, but, yeah, Josh, you got anything else? Um, no, I don't think I got anything else. You know, just my my routine go Gators at the end of every episode. Yep. And um, bef- we'll have another episode post-Reagan's birthday, but I want to say happy – Happy birthday to my guy Reagan. You know, Much appreciated. If you're listening, everybody go wish wish Reagan a happy birthday. Um, you know, he Jackson. deserves to have you know great birthday. So hopefully, hopefully that is how it goes down. And you know, nothing like spending the weekend with uh, Sun Conference Sports, one of Reagan's one true loves. <laughs> Absolutely, and so. have my my other one about to come uh, pick me up. That's why we're having to run this one short. Um, <sighs> Busy. Busy, 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 busy. Busy, busy is an understatement. Busy, busy, busy. But, busy, tired, but you know. What are we going to do? We get, we're going to get it in. We're going to get it in. Um, I think what we're doing, we're doing good on social media. We just got to, we got we to gotta start getting these more episodes out. Yeah, we we got to find a, we got to get a schedule. I just bought a planner, so I'm going to get. Okay, more. I got to get better. I'm so I'm terrible. Right <laughs> it's, I'm my so whole life, My whole life. It's so bad. I've had the planner. I know what every day looks like. And the last three weeks has been an absolute crap show. And I don't know when I got things until I'm going to do them. Dude, the last, and the last like, few weeks have just been... I don't even know what I eat, like, sometimes. No. I forget. Yeah, I, I don't know. And, of, of course, I, I, that all that with Josh and I, that's problems. We got we got to get right. No, we've been... The, the podcast has been... I mean, it's, we've been good. But, we've been good, uh, just been good. Not, as, not as frequent. Yeah, and, I, and, and, you know, I mean, something I would debated talking about on the show or not i mean this 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 season's starting to mean a lot more to me uh than seasons past with football with i mean playing with weber football and um 
taken away from the front. Some of that, some of my attention that I've like last year that I had more attention towards what's going on in the Sun Conference than what was going on with Weber football. Uh, I think that's a very fair thing to say about me last year, and I'm definitely not letting that be a thing this year. Commendable. Um, yeah, I mean, Weber football is my number one priority right now. I mean, it, outside of, you know, just trying to me- – mental health and everything, um, Weber football is my number one priority. Um, and that means a little bit le- less content, just a little bit less. Still a good bit, but a little bit less content. But appreciate everybody. I mean, y'all been, everybody's been great. Fans have been great. Uh, players have been great. Everybody understands. But, all right, everybody have a great weekend. Josh, thank you for the birthday wishes. I'm going to make smart decisions this weekend. And, smart decisions. Uh, smart decisions. Uh, and if you're at the Southeastern Kaiser game, I'll see you there. Best of luck, everybody.